It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you. And as uh, we've been talking today, we've gone all the way from the international and the Middle East all the way to Utah. And we're going to take it all the way home to the individual today uh, looking for meaning. And how do we make sure uh, that we're creating space so that people can actually have meaning? Uh, we live in a world that uh, we have maximum amount of choices but often we end up with minimum meaning in our lives. And I'm going to have you set your clocks for tomorrow. Make sure you've got the KSL News Radio app uh, downloaded on your phone by any hour services. Uh, this is going to be a segment uh, that you, you'll either sit in your car and listen to all the way to the end, uh, or you're going to get it on the app and uh, listen to the podcast later on. Uh, I have the opportunity tomorrow uh, to interview from London uh, Lord, uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Uh, he is going to be doing an event later this week at the Wheatley Institute, and uh, that's actually going to be on September 17th, 11 a.m. to noon on uh, wheatley.byu.edu. It's free. Uh, and uh, just a tremendous conversation. He's talking about restoring the common good in divided times. And uh, Rabbi Sachs uh, is just one of the extraordinary thinkers of our time. Uh, many of you may not have heard of him, uh, if you've read any of his books, uh, they they are game-changing, life-changing conversations. And one of my favorite quotes, uh, and I actually heard this quote uh, first, uh, it was uh, Elder Quentin L. Cook uh, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has referenced him in many different settings, from uh, Cambridge to Stanford uh, to other uh, talks that he has given. Uh, but he often refers to this quote from Rabbi Sachs, He says, if there is one thing the great institutions of the modern world do not do, it is to provide meaning. And then think about this. Again, this is uh, Rabbi Sachs. Science tells us how, but not why. Technology gives us power, but cannot guide us as to how to use that power. The market gives us choices, but leaves us unstructured as to how to make those choices. The liberal democratic state gives us freedom to live as we choose, but refuses on principle to guide us as to how to choose. The result is that the 21st century has left us with a maximum of choice and a minimum of meaning. Love that quote. We'll post that on our Facebook page today. Uh, and we'll talk about this tomorrow when uh, we actually have uh, Rabbi Sachs live from London. He's going to join us. Uh, as I mentioned, he's doing an event later this week with the Wheatley Institute down at BYU. Uh, it's part of the Truman G. Madsen uh, lecture series there. And uh, again, Lord Jonathan Sachs, he's the former chief rabbi of the United Hebrew Congregation of the Brit- British Commonwealth. And again, he's just one of these people who gets it in a most unique and powerful way. Uh, and he is just someone worth listening to because he's going to make you think. And he's 
challenged that we can we can have science and we can have religion, we can have faith, we can have government, we can have all of those things. But we need to talk about them a little bit different. And we have to think a little bit different, which means we got to think a little harder and a little deeper. And sadly, all too often, all too often, we get distracted. We get distracted by our technology. We get distracted by the busyness of our lives. We get distracted by our lists and lists and lists of things. I'm, I'm all for banishing lists today. Uh, I don't want a list of people you're worried about. Tell me about people you're thinking about. I don't want a list of what you think you need to get done today. I want to know what's your vision for the day. What's your mission for the day? Uh, we got to think differently if we're going to get to meaning. We can have all the economic prosperity in the world. But if we don't get to meaning, one, nothing will be sustained. And two, we're going to end up with just a big mess in the end. Uh, and I love how uh, the rabbi gets to that. And so I, I have a long list of questions that I'm honing down uh, for our conversation tomorrow. Again, it will be at 1120 tomorrow. I will uh, do a live interview. He will be uh, in London, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, uh, previewing his new book that's coming out. Uh, also, his conversation that he's going to have in conjunction with the Wheatley Institute down at BYU. And they are going to discuss how do we restore the common good in divided times. Well, as I've been kind of thinking through and preparing for my conversation uh, with Rabbi Sachs, uh, I couldn't help but connect all of this to a conversation I had uh, about a few weeks ago uh, with Greg McEwen on essentialism. Uh, if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should go check it out. But I want to play one portion of this uh, because it really cuts to the core in terms of how do we get to the meaning of things. Oh, I love that story. Not just, hey, we remember our grandfather what you just had was experiences that they can always remember, that you can yeah. always remember. And and what I think you're telling me is that if you had been more tethered to your phone, if you had had more commitments scheduled, you just wouldn't have been released enough to be present enough to experience magic together. That's right. Because essentialism, it's about getting the right things done. There's something else. And even in to discover that something else, we have to clear away the clutter. So those sources of direction, those sources of action can't come from there. So you must unplug from there and plug into something else. I mean, there's a whole chapter in the book Essentialism, as you know, on play. Yes. And, and that's precisely what you were doing. And as you lost yourself, I think that's one of the the downsides to the to the hyperconnectivity we've experienced over the last decade. Yes, we've gained things. We have. We've sure. gained access to information. That's the upside. Has what we've gained been worth what we've given? The answer is pretty clear. It hasn't given us all that it's taken. So we need to put it back in its place. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so that there is space for these other things that you have. So again, uh, stay tuned tomorrow at 11.20. Uh, I will be joined uh, by Rabbi Sachs. Uh, it will be a, a fascinating conversation uh, talking about how do we actually get to the meaning. Uh, and again, this is from uh, Rabbi Sachs. He said, the result of the 21st century is that it has left us with a maximum of choice and a minimum of meaning. Think about that. Go find the meaning today. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL's Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, 
and do something that makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.